Hello and welcome. Hi. Ballin. Ballin. This is the Ballin <laughs> episode. 8123 so, podcast. 8123 podcast. I guess first bef- before we get into the to the guest uh you know, we'll just we'll just say say hi. I want to say thank you. Uh, we've said we've we've said it a handful of times but it it really is insane that this this many of you continue to listen to us talk every every week. Yeah. Uh a, a couple times and it's something that we weren't sure if it was going to stick, but now I think Seeing you guys come up to us after the shows and in- encouraging us to do it because you en- enjoy listening and you gain something from it, um, I am. Very, That's why we're doing it. Yeah, very happy about that. So, uh, and I'm saying hello from Japan. Yeah, we're we're doing this intro a couple days early because I will be away, away from Patrick, very far away. Yeah, will you miss me? Yes. Are you going to be missing me right now? Yeah, I will. But I would imagine I will be connected with you via social media and maybe text messages uh, or something. So. We usually yeah. don't go five days without talking. No. I don't think that's happened in, since I've met you. Has? No, I, I, I would be very surprised if there's... No, there's there's no, no way there's ever been five days where I haven't talked to you in the past 15 years. No, there is, no, there is not. No. That's weird. Yeah. I would I would say the longest we've probably gone is that time when, you went to when I turned off my phone for a, a couple of days to yeah, and I think I still tried to call you. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Um. So yeah. Uh. Today we have a little bit of a uh, a different style chat. Yeah. Um. Is, we interviewed an inter- interviewer. Yeah, and th- there were a couple of times where he tried to take take over. He uh, did, yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> bastard. But uh, Mike Gunzelman, as uh, better known as just Guns, he uh, hosts the the Gun Show, uh, and he's been doing it for over a decade now. And um, he's been he's been a supporter of our band from from the from the start. And um, you know he's he's an interesting character. Um, he is. He is loud and abrasive, um, but deep down. You know he, you know sometimes he he puts on a a front, but deep down there's a there's a soft, gentle guy under there. Yeah. Um. Who, and he really likes music. Yeah, really loves music, and and I think that that is probably why he's been able to have the gun show for 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 so long. Is he just he's so passionate about yeah about music? He really loves it. I mean, we we get into it, but I mean. Once once you meet him, it's impossible to forget him. Yeah. So yeah, he's he's a he's he's an excited guy. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the most tame I've ever heard him because like we kind of had like a longer conver- conversation. Yeah. You know. Well, and it was the other side of it for him. I think I don't I don't know how many times he's done something like this, but yeah, uh, yeah I think it was fun for him. It was it was definitely fun for us. Yeah. Um. Cool. Yeah, we will. We will get into that. It's uh, it's a little bit of a longer one. Yeah. Um, which yeah, this kind of one that we didn't really prepare all that much for. We just kind of wanted to go into it and figure out what what was going to happen. So, mm-hmm. um, we're getting we're getting better at it. <laughs> yeah. So, cool, man. Well, in, enjoy the chat with guns, the ever polarizing figure. <laughs> that is guns. You either you either love them or you hate them, or you're like us and you you love them so much that you hate them. So, <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah, he's 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 a great guy. So, thanks, guys. <laughs> Got it. Oh, we're good. We are rolling. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> what's uh, what's uh, going on with you, dude? What the, what the fuck is new? So, uh, hello, everybody. My name is Guns. I'm doing great. Uh, did we start yet, or no? You're just asking me about my life. I'm, I'm just kind of, I'm just, we're I'm actually just, not going to record at just all. We're just, we're about, just trying to get about your life. Yo, but this is the thing you're going to have to understand is now you're on our podcast. So yeah. Yeah. This is, we control this shit. This is our control. You, you're not, you're not introducing I, shit. You're just, you're just talking. This is so great, dude. It's so true too, by the way. 
Oh my god! Yeah. Uh, yes, we got to get all the juicy shit. Yeah, so I was yeah. gonna say, well, how's it feel now that you guys have your own thing? Did you uh, have you? You guys have been coming on my show now for years. Did you take any of my great tips and advice that I think? Not no. at all. No. <laughs> we, we're, tr- we're, tr- we're trying to make our show as the most opposite of, of yours as possible. <laughs> I think that's a good, definitely a good thing to do. For <laughs> pretty much anything that I do, just do. The complete opposite of I think you'll have a successful show for sure. So <laughs> it's all it also works in life for, with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I have, I have I have nothing on that though. Oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. Just in, just in my yeah, life. It, it looks that way. I, <laughs> I know. I, I cut my hair though, so I'm I'm doing. Well. I was thinking about this though. Did you always? You didn't always have fucking long. How how short did you cut your hair? Like really short, or did you just finally get a haircut for the first time in like ten years? Uh, I mean, it's like, what would you say, Pat? Uh, it's like a uh, medium, a medium. Is it like short? Is it like shorter <laughs> length, Garrett? How or like, is it like? No, is it... no, it's fun. It's, it's a fun short. length. And it's oh, short. It's short. It's short. Now, did, it's a fun short. Now, when length. you started the band, did you have short hair back in the day? Or not when you started, but like you know. I've ha- I've had many hairs, yeah. many yeah. different types of. Hair. I think I think <laughs> being part of that whole emo pop punk scene or whatever, I think we've all gone through many hairstyles. If anything, I look back on them and I'm like, shit, man, like I miss having certain hair. And then other styles, I'm like, yo, what the fuck was I thinking with some of those haircuts? You know what I'm saying? What What was the haircut you really enjoyed that you wish you could have uh, again? I. I Cause you should do it. Just do it. I think like the uh, it had to be when we were all straightening our hair and like literally over like the right <laughs> eye. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah. the yeah. and like you know and then like how I would have dyed tips or whatnot and then just grow those out. Like, I was do- I was doing well back in the day, guys. Really well. So. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and a whole lot of neon. Whole lot of neon going on back in the day. Oh yeah. Oh, and yeah. we're, 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 we're we're gonna get to the the the, the, <laughs> the neon for sure. But um, but but on, on a serious note, um, and this is something. I mean, we've 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 known you for the entire existence of of our band. Um, and I don't I don't know if I've ever talked to you about like how you got started. Um, right. in you know, and, and having a show and like what you did, like, like before that. So kind of like walk us through, you know, you in high school into, I, I have a feeling you're the kid that did the announcements. <laughs> I was like, why would you ever think I'm a hype man, Garrett? Where do I do? <laughs> I don't know. You're, you're always on 10, I, dude. I don't know. <laughs> it's true. No, I was always like, uh, I was always the kid that couldn't really sit still in school. You know what I mean? Like always got in trouble for a, yeah. for a lacking self-control or whatnot. But I was, uh, you know, pretty smart and whatnot. I was on like in like four honors courses in high school. So like I was uh, – who would have thought that I actually had some smarts to me? It was fucking crazy. Yeah. But uh, I started with music because um, um, I, I got a hold of uh, – uh, Green Day's Woodstock back in 94 they they p- performed uh-huh. live and that was all over MTV and stuff back in the day you know I was like fucking I don't know seven or eight at the time and um, I uh, I fell in love with it I was like yo the mud pits going on the mud warriors all that you know they were going nuts throwing like the mud everywhere all over you know Green Day when they're playing uh, Woodstock and like, Dookie and the whole entire album, which is one of the best albums of all time still, especially for like quote unquote our scene. But I knew, so yeah. I started, I picked up a guitar back then and I would, uh, I was like, I want to play guitar. So I bought like a 90, my parents got me like a $90 guitar and it was between that and also Nirvana. I saw their Unplugged, which came out in 91 and MTV would sometimes replay it. And I was like, this is yeah. fucking awesome. So I started taking guitar lessons. And um, I started with classical and jazz music because if you learn that, you can kind of learn anything, uh, you know, once you like learn how to read or, you know, at least learn like scales and shit or whatever. Yeah. And my dad taught this guy um, who was in a band and his name was Heath Saraceno. And my dad was like, oh, my son's like been playing guitar for a couple of years, um, like two or three years at that point. It was in middle school. And he goes, um, uh, and Heath was like, oh, I'll teach him lessons. Like, throw him like 20 bucks a week. We'll give him an hour guitar lesson. Well, Heath uh, was in a band called Nowhere Fast, and Nowhere Fast became Midtown. 
Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. So the start of Midtown, I was with them. I was, I knew Gabe from before. Gabe Supporter was in Midtown. He was in a band called Humble Beginnings. Rob, Rob Pitt was in the royalties. And fucking Heath was the guitar player for Midtown. So I knew then, like, I was like, I love music. And I saw, like, you know, and, like, became friends with all of them. And they had just gotten signed to drive through and yeah. drive through was like, you know, I was like this 14 year old, 15 year old kid. And I was like, yo, like I want to help out bands. And they were like, well, you know, we need a street team, somebody run our street team in the East coast. Would you be down to do that? And they would just send me a shit ton of stuff. And I would go to like record sto- uh, stores, like Sam Goody's FYE, all that stuff. And, uh, back when those, were yeah, things. yeah. And local shows like fire hall shows, you know what I mean? And like, you know, high school shows, all sorts of shit. And I would hand out flyers, create my own flyers, all this stuff. And uh, so I pretty much worked for Drive Through Records when I was a fucking freshman in high school. And they had Holy they had shit. a newfound glory because it was a newfound glory. At the yes, time. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember River that. Phoenix just became Phoenix TX at the time. I got yes. it. I, yep. I, they started to since I was on the East Coast, a bunch of bands started sending me demos and like trying to get them to drive through because the internet was you know good at the time, but not good enough you know yeah and i have sunday drive a demo tape from them and that's fucking the starting line <laughs> holy wow. shit yeah, man. so i start really fucking young in the scene um and yeah. uh and you know i tried doing my own bands and stuff and i was you guys know the deal like if you want to be in a band like the odds of making it are like two hundred fifty thousand to one and it was even it was yeah. even harder was... back then because all we had was like pure volume and maybe mv3.com there was nothing you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it, it 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 like took you know you 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 had to be on on a record label like you you had to do it how however everyone did it you you couldn't just make it happen for yourself really yeah no yeah, yeah. but I, I I remember finding so many bands on even like Napster I know yeah that's yeah boo-hoo, but like yeah. I remember like it would it would pop up and like I found like. Some forty one and Rufio and stuff just from like finding newfound glory and then there'd be like a myth like a name that was wrong right oh totally and then it'd be like <laughs> remember yeah. that yeah and I remember I remember uh, the first some forty one song I heard it was on their first album but it said the band name was Punk <laughs> there you go and yeah. I was like I was like what the fuck is this band called Punk right. and then it was a some forty one song I found out later but like I found Midtown through through that and, uh, you know I, I was like 11 years old probably yeah. you know 2001 or two, 2000 yeah. probably yeah. yeah and that was so much fun back then uh, completely because what they started doing is like they would switch the names around so you'd be like like oh yeah I really like this newfound glory song meanwhile it wasn't even anything close it was like fucking like <laughs> brand new or something like or, or like yeah. a lag wagon and you'd be like what the fuck but uh, yeah man I mean that was such a good time and uh, you know none of the bands I were in really worked out so I was like all right, well, how do, what else can I do? So that's why like, I started with the drive-through stuff or like, you know, made friends with like bookers, promoters, tried to help out bands that I really liked that got me through like, you know, all the bullshit in high school. And then sophomore year, I, I go on MTV.com and there's a casting call for a show that they're going to start called Becoming. And you would become the band. And I was uh, turning 15 and they had one for Blink-182 and I was a huge fucking Blink fan, like a huge Blink fan. And um, my mom drove me to New York City, which was like an hour and a half away from where I lived in Jersey. And, you know, I've never really been in New York City before. I was like this fucking little kid. I didn't know, scrawny kid. My mom's freaking out. She dropped me off like in New York. Like, you know, she's like doing laps around the block, like checking in on me to make sure I'm okay because like I'm a fucking kid. But yeah. no cell no, phone. Yeah, <laughs> no, no cell phone. I show up like in my dicky shorts, my high, uh, you know, knee high socks or whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Hurley yeah. hat to the, backwards to Atticus, the side. Yeah, the Atticus thing, yeah. the whole thing, you know? And I fucking, um, I won. I beat over 350 other people to become Tom DeLong. And I got a full, Holy I shit. got the full show when I was 15 years old. Um, we recreated like the first date music video and like this whole entire thing. I feel like I kind of remember this. <laughs> that was me, man. That was my that was my first touch of television right there, dude. When I was a sophomore, <laughs> I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Holy shit! <laughs> See, I remember. I remember the there was one that the uh, it was for the 
for corn. Right. And some dude like got like dread like dreads put in and yeah, shit. Dude. And it was like coming <laughs> Jonathan like yeah. it was like you yeah. became one of the members, yeah. right? That's like what the we thing was. Yeah. Like you were supposed to look exactly like him and then like did you like play a show yeah. or something Yeah, at the we end, did a or? show because we won like the contest, but like we had like the full day of like, you know, we did the airbrush tattoos. So I got like taught taught you <laughs> and I got like my lip pierced. Oh, yeah. No. And like, you know, my lip pierced and my hair dyed and like all oh, dyed and all this shit. But we ended up winning, man. So that's kind of. A- Did you get to hang out with 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 the? With yes, the band, I, we got to see Travis, and then um, so I got to do with Travis. They all gave us like a video message, but I got to Travis actually came to New York for it, which was rad because that's cool. Um, and then like Chris Georgian and like Rick DeVoe were managing them, and they also were doing Newfound Glory at the time. And I was like, yo, I know Newfound, and then we all just became homies and friends, and they like kind of like helped my career because. Two years later, I would start the gun show because I was in college and I was like, yo, like this was like before podcasts. For all the listeners out there, podcasts were nothing. This was just a live streaming station. Yeah. I had like a, maybe yeah. like a thousand listeners because all across the globe because they were just listening to Adobe to begin with. Nobody knew who the fuck I was. But, be, but yeah. because I busted my ass so much in helping bands, my guest list was so fucking sick in the beginning because that's when I called in for favors. I was like, yo, yeah. hook it up, like have Newfound Glory on this show. They were like, word? I'm like, yo, fuck yeah. Or I called the starting line for, you know, to come on the show. And then from then, you know, I, I became legitimate. I mean, I sucked. Dude, I'm sure, I, I, have you guys ever got, have you listened to your guys' first podcast? Is it, like, do you, do you cringe when you listen to it? Because I, like, yeah, obviously you guys have gotten better. But, like, imagine, like, doing yeah. something eight years ago. It's like when you guys first started playing yeah. shows. Going back oh, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, that's more of a, I understand that feeling. I mean, this is, like, pretty new for yeah. us on this side. I'm sure, and we know, if we're doing this years from now, I'm going to feel right. like shit. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, like, probably, I mean, it's, like, past bands and all that. I'm sure that feels like what an yeah. old band feels like to you. Totally. You, know? you listen back and you're just like, what the fuck were we thinking with this demo here or whatever? <laughs> yeah. But dude, yeah, man, like, I started this, the gun show, and, like, I would only come out of one ear. So anyone listening on headphones, it's the most annoying thing in the world. So, so because it's like, it's like, what do you do? Like, you, you know what I mean? You can only hear me on one fucking side. So, but, yeah. uh, yeah. Wow. so that's how it started, man. I'm fucking was passionate as shit. People think this is like a gimmick or whatever. Fuck that, man. Guns. I fucking care, dude. I like want to do this with my life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you are and you have yeah. been for a long time. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, I, 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 I think really that is kind of like like people always ask like you know i mean i'm 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 sure like like you get the question too from a a lot of people just like what what can i do to be a part of the like the the music industry you know and like like people just want to figure out any way possible and i feel like people skip just like the basic thing of just like be a huge fan and try to help out anywhere you can in any way even if it doesn't seem like it'll do do anything like you, know? you have to go yeah it's like the go through the mud yeah. shit for yeah. like year and just crawl through it and it's just like and i mean you just got lucky i mean everyone just gets lucky at some point but like you just knew a couple people and that's all it was and then you just like got better at your craft and and now you've been doing it for i mean since we've known you yeah. i mean and, longer. And, it, and what's kind of crazy is the fact that um and i, I completely agree with you guys because it's like uh it's it's you know, I, I always say I'd rather put in the time and the effort than not because I don't – I always have this thing about like regretting something in their life. So that's why I'm like, yo, fuck it. Like let's just do this or let me go and experience this or be like, yeah, I might be tired tomorrow. But, you know, I think it, it'll be worth it for me to at least have these these hangs or go to this show or whatnot for the night before or whatnot. But like mm-hmm, – Totally. But like especially when it comes to music, it's like – if you don't put in that time, like your band's only going to last two or three years, but you like, you know what I mean? Like you yeah. might get that one hit or whatnot, but you're, you're fucked in three to three, two or three years because you didn't go through the motion. You didn't go through like the fucking, you know, the, uh, you got to go through the steps, man. You got to fucking build that foundation. That's why bands like the main are still around or made a parade or fucking all time low or newfound glory, you know, because you all went through the grind. And yeah, I mean, a lot of other bands, not a lot, but other bands have gone through the same shit, sort of. And, you know, that's when that luck factor comes in. Because, you know, totally. it's timing on when the album came out. Or, you know, the label fucking somebody, the band over, and then they're just like, fuck, we're broke, and we just blew all our money on something. Like, 
So that's where that luck factor comes in, which a lot of times is timing. But I mean, you got to go through the grind and the hustle because that's how you form your, you know, that's how you form your bond is through those hard ass times. <laughs> you guys yeah. did it. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I think, um, so a, a, a big thing that I think would be interesting to, to get your, your take on is, so in like 2007, 2008, there was a really like special thing that happened where all these bands were there, you know, when, when, when we were younger, you know, it was like Blink and Newfound Glory were on MTV and, you know, we're, 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 we're getting huge. And then there, there was kind of a, a down, you know, period where those, those type of bands like weren't having any like, uh, mainstream success. And then, you know, here comes 2007 to, you know, 2008 and it's, you know, all to all time low can be on on MTV, and you know our our first record we're getting, you know, we're, we're on MTV, and there's and and these tours, you know, these bands in this like little scene are fucking blowing up, in, yeah, are playing <laughs> yeah. in arenas and amphitheaters, and you know, playing to ten thousand people a night, and um, those years, yeah. what was y- like what were you thinking during that time like what you know when like when when our band was was first starting and all this stuff like did you did you feel like it was like 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 something new was was happening or 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 did it feel like a continuation of you know the 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 early 2000s well, it, it was definitely something special going on um for sure because this was the first time that like like th- this is around the time when much music and Fuse, Fuse was really starting to blow up and Fuse would play, you know, yeah. My Chemical Romance all the time or The Use and MTV2 was also giving exposure. And this was a visual exposure kind of for the first time. The only bands that you would ever see on uh, uh, our genre bands on MTV because TRL was kind of the only thing going still on mainstream MTV unless you were staying up late at night. Like you'd get like ma- like Good Charlotte because of Benji and Joel, but like you wouldn't really get too many like maybe Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. That was like kind of, but even that was kind of later on. Newfound only late night. Some Forty One only kind of late night, and then like of course you'd get Blink. Um, so then it was a co- it took a couple years for for like that pop punk to come about and to actually happen. And that was because of like, like a victory records or a vagrant and drive through. That's kind of how they all went through and started, you know, they went, they were like, I don't call them the martyrs because some of them are still around, but they kind of like set the foundation. And, you know, you look at bands like, you know, the get up kids or anything like that, like saves the day, like saves the day. Well, we're big back in the day, but we're never as big as they should have been because they never had that, they never had that mainstream appeal. But you start looking at like yeah. say like 2006, 2007, 2008. It was cool, man, because I fucking loved the music. I also knew like knew a lot of the bands. But you know, it was it was like jumping in in the van uh, and just fucking touring your asses off. And when and you know all of a sudden these these tours are being built, and you know an opening band uh, say like in March by December could be direct support and. Yeah, yeah, totally. yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that's, that's exactly totally what happened. That's what happened yeah. to us. Yeah, I mean, you did, didn't you guys do the Boys Like Girls tour or some shit back in the day? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, it, it, it was, it was Boys Like Girls, Good Charlotte, Metro Station, and us, and we were playing for anywhere from five to twelve thousand people a, a night. <laughs> that you know? is, it that's was fucking nuts. That's crazy. It was yeah. insane. Yeah. I mean, w- w- we were we were eighteen years old. And our album came out the f- the first day of the tour, and all of a sudden we're just exposed to all these people. Um, and and yeah. it, I mean, <laughs> it, it was a huge foundation as to why we're st- we're still a band now. I mean, oh yeah, well, and, and you know, because because you grow up on the road. If you want to grow up, I always tell listeners of, of the Gun Show the fastest way to do it is you know just hit the road. You know what I mean? Because or you know, yeah, because if you're the like you guys were the opening band. It's like you don't want to piss off the elders with you. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, it's like no, you, you, yeah. you got your, you got to get your shit straight. It's like, right, you can be drunk and shit like that, but like, you know, you grow up fast on the road, and like, you know what I mean? Through each step that you guys have done, and um, yeah, but going back to that, that to that era, it was a combination of a lot of things. I think um, pop punk was was crushing it for all, all of a sudden, like. It was. It wasn't really like you know. You had some of your bubble gum pop bands or whatnot who did what they had to do, but it was just. It was just a good era, man. I think it, a lot of it had to do with like MP3s, you know, pure volume blowing up, like away messages. I think were huge because you would throw in like 
Yeah. We were just talking yeah. about <laughs> that. Yeah. Like how like those l- people would just post lyric like taking back Sunday lyrics or like brand new wow. lyrics, and it would just be like your your away message. It's like what is that? <laughs> and then like it just got passed a- around like yeah. that, and it's it's really bizarre. <laughs> it's so yeah. weird. And 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 then it kind of transitioned to where like for our band and like the kind of the, the the beginning of that was like really the the big way that a lot of those bands got big where people would would put our songs as their profile song yeah. on on their myspace yeah. you know totally and yeah. that that was huge yeah that changed a lot and then i mean i just remember it, it was so crazy to be a part of i mean like bamboozle you know 2008 oh. <laughs> or 2007 and 8 and 9 you know it was like great gl- glamour kills time of my life. Was, literally the greatest time of my know, life was those were those was were those kind of shows and stuff glamour kills was taken off you know what i mean and like cobra starship they were doing all like sorts of stuff. it was yeah. insane <laughs> i mean I, I i i remember hearing like oh my god like you know like 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 glamour kills did you know a hundred thousand dollars in t-shirts <laughs> you know in, in but a if you walked in, around in you day. understood because every single fucking person had a glamour had kill shirt pig, on because every pig. because every band had they they would just give you the shirts and yeah. you're like yo i haven't had a clean shirt in two weeks <laughs> yeah. fuck yeah i'll wear that shirt I, or that hoodie and it was just like it totally worked and every kid just like bought it, bought it yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so yeah, funny. So it was literally a combination of things. You were getting some mainstream success with the television stuff that was going on with Fuse. It was uh, yeah. like the MySpace stuff into the fact that, you know, some of these songs were getting played on radio or at least getting, you know, like getting some exposure. But it was a combination of MP3s really taking off that anybody at home could listen to music. Pop punk just becoming like the thing that everybody wanted to listen to was Take It Back Sunday and Brand New and fucking, you know, early like, you know, early like Friend the Sickest Kids and All Time Low. They were funny on stage with their EP and stuff. And they would do, you know, they would cover Damn It back in the day because they didn't have enough songs. They would have to cover Blink-182 Damn It on, on stage. But they were great. You know, the funny ass guys love those dudes. And it was just it was almost like it was that word of mouth. But instead of handing out flyers at, at your local show or local city, now like you could do it over the internet and it really took everything by storm. And like clothing companies, you know, fucking Glamour Kills, I mean, crushed it, dude. I remember arguing with Marky. I was like, yo, I need it. Like, Marky, I'm pushing you a lot on the gun show. Can I please be in your top eight friends <laughs> on my space? <laughs> He'd be like, yeah, I told our web guy. I'd, I'd write him back. I'm like, dude, I'm still not up there. He's been like guns. It's been 12 minutes. I'm like, I know, but I really need it up there. I really need to see myself on your top friends. You know what I mean? Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's so funny. But all those fans are awesome, man. Like, here's what we ate for. I, was- I totally forgot that, but that was a fucking thing. Yeah. It oh, was like your, you, your, your was friend huge. bands. Yeah. It was like your friend bands. They're in your top eight, and you're like – and then that's how – it was like kind of like uh, – now like you go to related artists it's or like something referrals. but like yeah, yeah. and then even, as- even even bigger though but it, it yeah, was even yeah. bigger cuz it was like these bands were saying that yeah. like go check this go, out go go yeah. check out like these bands you know I totally that, that was like that. like like yeah. like us in brighton or you yeah. know it was like I, yeah there was all the homies and stuff especially from like you know the yeah. areas and stuff you know that's why like new york or long island look at long island you had straight light run take it back sunday brand new the movie life fucking you, across the river into jersey you had thursday census fail hidden in plain view the early november across the other river you had fucking uh the starting line and t- tons of other bands like valencia yeah fucking valencia you know what i mean and so you had yeah. like 11 or 12 legit bands that were semi-crushing it all within like, uh, uh, you know, within an hour drive of each other, which is fucking nuts. But I also think like when it comes to the actual music and the lyrics, you know, high school, like music was my escape, not from reality because like, but it was my escape from like, you know, I, I fucking got picked on and shit. And like, I hated like, you know, there were times I fucking hated, not my life, but like I was really fucking down. Like I was always like, yeah. you know, I refused to like change my personality just so I could fit in or whatnot. And I always like had to keep reminding myself through music that everything's going to be all right. Like fuck these kids that are making fun of me or like fuck these people that are selling out or try or changing themselves. Like will be my friends to my face, but then go and talk shit about me behind my back. Like music, music I, got me through all that. You know what I mean? Have, have you always been this, uh, it, it, it 
excited about things in, like in, in your life like in high school were, were, were you the 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 the, the loud kid yeah, sort or, of but sort of but i was more like not even calculating but like in in high school i couldn't um i did a lot of things i did like youth and government i did some united nations stuff i was on mock trial like i was also sports i did soccer varsity i was double uh soccer and lacrosse double varsity for those and then played guitar obviously would go to shows so I was active in that I was always – like I got – like in high school, I got for my senior year, you know how they put like best smile. I got – you know, like in the yeah. yearbook, I got most likely to become famous. You know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. But like was I always like as loud? Not really. Like I expressed myself through music and that's why I started mm-hmm. the gun show before podcasts were fucking even a thought. There weren't even iPhones when I started the fucking gun show really. I, don't, I, yeah. I sure as hell didn't have one. I think we were still – maybe doing blackberries or flip phones because it you know and like but music and having a microphone was my way to express myself and then i kind of just you know did like public speaking and was just like became confident in what i do was i always kind of a wild man like hell yeah i love doing keg stands like especially in college (laughs) like i love partying like obviously but like but like was never really like an asshole or whatnot, because anytime I did try to speak up, a lot of times, like the jocks or whatever, it's cliche to say that, even though a lot of them, like they were my friends, like because I played sports, but, but like, you know, they'd be like, oh, you're a fucking loser. So, like, then I would, like, kind of not talk because I, I would consider myself, like, annoying if I spoke up. Be like, so I always said, like, oh, if I don't say anything, I can't be annoying. But then all of a sudden, it went from that to being like, oh, well, just you're not invited to this party just because of your presence, because you're annoying. Even if you don't say anything, by being there, you're annoying. So then I was just like, I was yeah. like, fuck this. I don't need this shit. And then I just, you know, I yeah. kept going to more shows and just found a good crew and that, and became friends with bands. Like, look at like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like when bands would come to New York, like those were my homies. That's what I would do. Yeah. Hang out with them because fuck them. I, I would never really even ask for a plus one because I didn't want to bring people and make and have like these fucks with me. I just want to hang with the, with my boys, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think when I met you for the first time, like you just you have this presence that can't be like denied. I mean, there's 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 not many people that I've met that are that are 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 are, are like you, and I th- I think that has been a a helpful thing in the the reason that you're still yeah you're still doing this is like people just can't forget you. You know, it's it, it's like it's like how many how many interviews do we do and like. I'll I'll always remember the gun show. Right. Yeah. I'm I don't I'm 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 not gonna remember many other I ones. This. You know? Yeah, no, it's true. Listen, yo, straight up, there's only one guns. For better or for worse, there's yeah. only one guns <laughs> in the fucking world. And you know, I just I'm charismatic, man, and I'm just you know, I can be loud, but I, I literally just want everyone to have a good time. When it all comes down to it, like you know, whether I'm backstage or whatever, like, you know, I'm not gonna be the one thrown like throwing up on the bus or being rude or anything inappropriate. But like, I just want everyone to have a good time. It's like when I have my birthday party, I want to make sure everyone around me is having a good time. Whether that means I worry too much about other people. I mean, hey, if that's a flaw, then all right, that's not really that bad of a flaw to have. If I just want everyone to fucking feel good about themselves, you know. But <laughs> yeah. yo, yeah, my yeah. man, hell yeah, you, yeah, I, you, I love that you said that though. That there, literally, you cannot forget me, whether you want to or not. You will remember guns for sure. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's the thing. And well, I mean, and you also I, have your own tag, yeah. ballin', dude. I've never ballin', man. Where did that come from? I gotta, I gotta ask. Where did? What is it? Was it just a word? Yeah, where did you know, it come from? So, I I heard it when I was like a like in college, like a freshman in college. Some like I was up in school in the Bronx. So honestly, it was probably I it like some local fucking kid probably was just like ballin', and I was like, oh, ballin', and then I realized that like I started just saying like I started it saying being like ballin like we're gonna go party like let's go fucking ball. yeah but then it became a lifestyle and i'm starting to bring it back actually because i feel like the younger kids you know everyone our age knows about guns balling but now for the wait you stopped saying well, I, it at well i don't say it as much i still say ball at least oh. once a day i'll say ball so I, I, <laughs> I think every time i get on a call with you the first thing you say is ballin yeah and so i'm like oh yep here you know, we go the, the beauty of it is though yeah it's like a call to action it's it's a call to arms yeah. whenever i say it but but then it became this thing like i i started saying it like i'd be like oh ballin like with a question mark be like oh <laughs> <I'd> be like, <laughs> and how, how is that I'd used be like, I'd be like, 
like, be like, oh, word? You know what I mean? So being like, instead of that, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. oh, ballin'? Okay. And then I'd be like, yeah, ballin'. Being like, yeah, true. Like, yeah, yes. Like, instead of saying the word yes, I'd be like, ballin'. And then I'd be like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> and then. <laughs> so, so pretty much, you just use ballin' in any scenario and just, and just the, the inflection yeah. in your voice would yeah, change what it, what it totally. means. Yeah. So, yeah, whether it was stern or questionable or like, you know, or just ballin'. Yeah, yeah, ballin'. yeah just ballin'. Yeah, just like, yo, you ballin'? want to ball tonight? Yeah, dude, let's ball. You know what I mean? All right, cool, ballin'. Yeah. So, <laughs> wow so it's a beautiful thing i need a word like that i need to find something for myself oh, man, it is a lifestyle it's a life changer as well let me tell you so all my shirts wow. all my shirts still say balling on the back and when they and whenever i still introduce bands on stage like i did the dangerous summer a couple weeks ago i always end my intro still with balling you know what i mean it's just it's just yeah. it's just it's just what we do so it's really good yeah. but <laughs> you are I I've, I'm, I just have never met anybody remotely like you. You are you are the most one of the most interesting guys I I I've, I've ever met. And it's uh, do you feel like when you're doing interviews, like how how much of that is is an act and like a persona of like being amped up and then. Like, what do you like if you're hanging out with your girlfriend and you're just like watching a movie, you know? Like, yeah, well, no, here's the thing I, I can tell you this what you see is what you get with me, straight up. Like, you guys have seen me in different, in different, um, oh, yeah, in different, you know, roles or areas and all sorts of, yeah, shit. yeah. But when it comes to the gun show, yeah. like, I refuse if there's one thing about the gun show, it's I'm real, straight up, I'm fucking real. So if like I have a guest who's just like a fucking asshole, I'm just like, all right, I know. It's like I had Johnny, uh, Johnny Craig back in the day during the when he stole the people's iPhones, and he's not really that bad of a guy, I don't think. But he was an asshole to me on the phone. He sounds like yeah, an yeah. asshole. He yeah. sounds like a shitty yeah, fucking so guy. I, I don't steal no, laptops. I, I sure as <laughs> hell take people's money. He was stealing. <laughs> he was stealing MacBooks from his yeah. fans. Yeah, I mean that's pretty so, bad. So. Yeah. Dude's a piece so of I shit. I hung up on him because I was like, I don't need your shit. Also, you're a fucking dirtbag. So, yeah. <laughs> but I just didn't want to piss off any Johnny Craig whistlers to this podcast right now. But anyway, he look look uh, look okay. up what he did. All right, but um, you know, also like you know, if a band, I remember telling John Nolan, all right, he's from Taking Back Sunday, but he was doing Straight Light Run at the time, and they released a demo for the song called Mistakes We Knew We Were Making. It's a fucking jam of a song. It's so good. And yeah. they, they, they had the demo, like a three-song like EP type thing, and then they you know redid the songs for once the album came out. Of course, for our listeners out there, like once you go to the full-fledged album, like it's so a lot of times it's much more produced and unfortunately overproduced. So I'm John Nolan on the fucking thing. I sort of know John Nolan, but like, you know, I've had a beer with him here and there, but like, you know, I'm still fucking the gun show. Like, and you're John Nolan. And I look up to him a lot. And I go, dude, I go, yo, I go. I go, the produced version sucks. I go, the demo version was so much better. And like, <laughs> and that's my guess. And like, he, he goes, he kind of was like, he was taken back a little bit, but then he goes, you know what, dude? He's like, like, good for you. He goes, like, you're just straight up honest with me. And I think like, that's what people have come to get when it comes to the gun show. Cause when it comes to music, I don't like fucking around with it. So like, you know, a lot of it's not an act. Like, I, I, you know, if I don't like an interview, I'll fucking cut it off. If I think someone's a dirtbag, I'll call them out on it. And if, you know, and, but I also can have a shit ton of fun. I get amped up to talk to my buddies, you know? And like, yeah. I think that what also is cool that everyone out there has a different story. Doing the gun show, I've been able to talk to people from like fucking South Dakota to Australia. And how in Australia, I found out that like, if you're in the outback and you're driving your Jeep and you can't get out of the way of a kangaroo, that you're actually supposed to speed up. And hit it even harder and faster so that it flips over your windshield so it doesn't go through it. And like, <laughs> like how else? What yeah, the fuck? Yeah, how, <laughs> how, did, how did you just pull that out? Like, we're talking about John I mean, Nolan. That's something that. he learned. Yeah, that is a, that's a thing that I mean, Guns just learned it, and I just yeah. learned that. I would never do that. But <laughs> yeah, so like, what the if you're fuck? the Australian bands taught me this. Like, if I didn't have the gun show, how else would I? I never would have had that opportunity to know that you're supposed to <laughs> literally plow down the kangaroo so it jumps over your fucking hood. <laughs> uh, 
So, I mean, the gun zone's given it's me... It's a fucking insane <laughs> thing to say. Yo, it's what as of five seconds of summer, guys. They'll tell you all about it. So. Uh, all right. They're, they're kangaroo murderers, I guess. <laughs> so, like, yeah, so, so we got that going for us. You know what I mean? Being able to do these shows and whatnot. Um, but, yeah. uh, no, what you see, like, like, literally what you see is what you get. Um, and, you know, I, I, when it comes to chicks... Big fan of the big fan of the ladies. Um, <laughs> and, Some other information. And uh, <laughs> yo, guys, guns, guns is uh, single. I do not recommend talking to him. I do not recommend dating him. I th- I think he'd be yeah. he wants to kill kangaroos. <laughs> he'd be a horrible boyfriend. But <laughs> you know, it's uh, you know sometimes I care. You know, I I like myself a lot, which is cool. You know, you have to have self respect. <laughs> and high self-esteem but you know i i like chicks i'm all about like hanging out and stuff but uh you know we'll watch movies i guess was that the question yeah i watch movies was that <laughs> yeah i guess in a weird way that was the question <laughs> but like, you know i'm just i got a lot of laughs got a lot of laughs and uh you know i just do what i do i'm just guns baby i'm just guns so hell yeah it's um is is there like one interview in in p- particular that is like the your 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 favorite one you've done like well, whether it was just like a guest that you didn't think you'd you'd be you'd be able to get and you were finally able to talk to him or, or is there is there anything like that that sticks out? Um, uh, I mean, I, honestly, I've done like I've done easily over a thousand interviews between this and like my yeah. ABC job and the UFC. I cover sports, cover you know all sorts of shit. Um, so that question's very difficult. Um, I was stoked about like, like Gabe from Cobra Starship when Cobra Starship was actually starting to pretty blow up. He used to come on the gun show a bunch and that was good because kind of what we were talking about before, those were the years when things were really starting to pop, especially for a band like Cobra, you know what I mean? Like, the, like 06, 07, yeah. 08, 09. So that was always good. Like I'm definitely, um, grateful for him on that. Um, I love just talking to my friends a lot. Like anytime Alex or Jack are on, obviously it's going to be good. You know, when you guys are on, we're going to have some fun. Um, the most nervous I ever was, was uh, Tom DeLong was in person. And, you, you know, it's like, all right, it's like, I fucking really love Tom. Like, like I knew all like, you know, all the Buddha lyrics and all this shit. And like, I used to watch the Urethra Chronicles, which was the early Blink fucking video and all this shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, you know, so like Tom was fucking, I thought the funniest guy ever I'd, never met and then i got to interview him in person and that was definitely probably the the most nervous i've ever been and um it's uh it's just because it's like what do i say to him do i tell him that i tried to be him on mtv like no that probably like that would probably look pretty terrible and he'd probably be like you're a stalker so <laughs> you know what i mean but uh yeah it i i guess my, tom would be my no- most nervous but also most um uh, favorite interview but like I've interviewed I'm a diehard Yankee fan I've interviewed like Don Mattingly and Derek Jeter and like like you know once you do somebody like that and like once I did like Blink and like also these bands that like I always like kind of looked up to going like moving forward you know I've, I've like B- Billy Joel's come through I've spoken with Ed Sheeran twice uh, on the show like you know I've, I've, done, I've had yeah, Taylor yeah. Swift I've seen like those people don't really Ed Sheeran's cool Ed Sheeran's fucking rad he's cool but like I don't get stars seems yeah. nice Seems like a nice yeah. guy. Yeah, you know, he drinks his beers, he's good. And, um, you know, but, like, I don't really get starstruck anymore. Like, I always say, like, unless I was going to interview, like, Paul McCartney or, like, maybe, like, Paul Simon or Art Garfunkel, like, or, or like, or, like, Bruce. Those would be, like, the ones that I think from right on I would get nervous about. I've interviewed my sports heroes. I've interviewed kind of my music heroes for the most part. You know, Hoppus has been on um, a couple times. You know, I've spoken to Haley from Paramore. Like, you know, they're not friends, but like, you know, acquaintances or, or whatnot. They're familiar. They're familiar yeah. with what the gun show is and would recognize me if they saw me. So like, yeah, you know, I've kind of done not everything I want to do. Cause I want to continue getting bigger, but I think it's the uh, interviews. It's just, I've had, I've had a lot, man. I just won't always want them to just go. Well, sometimes they go terrible. I've been blacked out for them and I've had people that were on my show blacked out as guests and I have no idea what they're talking about. Cause they're so hammered. So it's always a good time for sure, you know. <laughs> Has there have you ever had a, a a dark time with with this? Like, man, I I can't really 
I can't really do it anymore? Or has that ever gotten to a point where you're just like over it? Uh, not over. I mean, if anything, it's just the other parts of life come into it. So like if I was, you, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, my, my mom passed away and shit when I was a senior in college. And like, you know, like it's obviously that sucked. The last thing on my mind was doing this. I was just, I was just yeah. in the fucking dumps. Like I was, you know, I wasn't going to class. I was like, you know, I was feeling sorry for my, it just sucked. Cause like it happened so quickly and I was like, fuck. It's like, I didn't do my show for a while then, but then like I was able to turn that around and make it a positive to be like, she'd be proud of me if I was doing this or, Hey, I'm, a, I'm actually totally. really good at this. Why don't, why would I stop? Like, let me continue doing this and fucking roll with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's hard. Like when real life shit comes on, man, do you know how many times be, like, you know, I have like a real job now. I work for a major news network and stuff like that. But like, you know how hard it is fucking, you know, if you're hungover or you're exhausted to be like, oh shit, I got to do my fucking, I'm sure there's times when you guys are out on stage in the middle of some state and you're just like, shit, it's, it's toward eight thirty one of 50. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the shit that yeah. happens when, you know, this whole last tour, we were all sick the entire time. Yeah. And it's like, you know, that, that stuff just life like you said life happens and yeah. it, gets, it makes it hard but yeah i was just yeah. i'm just curious because no um, i mean it's, it's something uh, but i'm sure you find something where you know you're uh you know communicating with people and you know hopefully they're giving a little bit of themselves or a lot to you and you can kind of figure out your life through it yeah. you know yeah for, for sure and, I, and when it comes down to it like you know i do a lot of um for those that don't listen to the gunshot like i do i interview artists but i also do no, I'll talk about the news. I'll talk about – go through some funny stories or I do like a would you rather, you know, like and you compare two, two horrible things like get jerked off by, you know, with by, by like sandpaper or have someone give <laughs> you – or like awful. do like paper cuts between your toes. It's like, well, what one would you choose? They both seem terrible to me. You know what I mean? I the toes. I'll take the toes. toes yeah. yeah. I don't – for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I do not want to get jerked off by, by sandpaper. No, that yeah. That could be pretty like, rough, right? Or like, would you rather die? It would literally you, would is you rough. Die in a, would you rather die in a fire or die by drowning? I don't. Drowning. I heard that you uh, you slowly pass out and mm. and you kind of come to peace. And fire, you you suffocate from the smoke, and, but you're burning the entire wow. time. So we've got Dr. Garrett with us tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, you knew that answer very quickly. I did not know. Yeah, because I fucking read on this shit. Because I I don't want to go either of right, those. Absolutely, yeah. but yeah. So we do. Yeah, and then you know, I, my friends come in. They'll do voices and characters and stuff. So it's kind of almost like, obviously, not like a Howard Stern conceives a genius, but like it's 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 a variety show. You know what I mean? It's an entertaining yeah. show. <clears throat> Was he a big influence? Like, do you do you feel like you take anything, or is there a specific guy that you feel like you've um, kind of taken some things uh, um, from? Honestly, growing up, my parents would like listen to their fucking old school music. So I never really listened to talk radio or anything, which is crazy. Cause I work for talk radio now. Um, I've gone back a lot yeah, like on YouTube's and like, you know, watch a lot of Stern's older shows and like, li- you can listen to some of his audio, but I kind of like, I, I like Len, uh, I mean, Letterman for some reason I like Letterman. I don't know, maybe the New York era in him or, or whatever it was, but I kind of just, mm-hmm. if you guys don't know, I kind of just, <laughs> it was all, it was, Do it you. was a work in progress. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was, just, yeah. I was just like, "Fuck it, I'm a, I'm gonna be me," and uh, you know, I can't speak all the words correctly. For years, I thought it was a uh, um, uh, percular instead of percular or percular, but percular. Per, yeah, per, per, percular. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was percular. So, or the, I remember one time I had Pete Wentz on. What the fuck did I say to him? I go, um, and I go, oh yeah. I was like, yeah, but it's not really encompassing of feelings and he goes what i go encompassing e-n-c-o-m-p i spelled it out he goes that's encompassing i'm like oh my bad so- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's most guns uh. you know it's like oh pete, pete went so here's your same rock and roll this is like they're coming back from their hiatus and here i am can't even pronounce words to him during the interview and he's he's yeah he's saving yourself yeah. from yeah. yourself that's what he does that's what pete once does he's a great guy <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> um and then, yeah, I guess kind of the the last thing I want to touch on, just because it uh, is coming up very soon. But this is the final warp tour, I, ever. dude. I'm fucking um, so sad and depressed. Like, what am I gonna do next summer? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm gonna do. This is so sad. Uh, do you? Uh, I mean, obviously, well, you know, we'll, we'll, 
Warp Tour has been a huge part of your your life and 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 all of our lives. And um, you've you've talked to to Kevin a a, a bunch as well. And um, what what are your thoughts on it? I mean, do you do you think it's it's the right time for him to 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 hang it up, or do you wish it was? Con- Continuing or? I think I think it's a, a combination of things. I think honestly, I feel like society's become so entitled, and Twitter and social media, everybody can have a fucking comment, even if they don't even. And the problem is, the average the pretty people don't even want to go and like look up the real stuff or like learn backstories or any of this stuff. They feel like they're entitled to this, like oh, this band, this band needs to play or this band needs to tour through here and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's almost like enough was enough. It became exhausting having to defend what Warped Tour came to be. And Warped Tour, you know, brought light on a lot of great charities and foundations and, you know, volunteers and all sorts of stuff. And it became a community. And that was around for that rise of that pop punk. And we all became friends. You know what I mean? Like, that's what you would do. You'd see your friends at the fucking Mm -hmm. Warped Tour. But then, like, as society, and you're not even seeing it just, like, with tours, but just just with things in general, man, it's like, it can be really depressing going on fucking social media. Like whether you have to defend yourself or like people take things out of context or like, oh, if I say something, then all of a sudden, like, I'm going to get backlash because I'm not, you know, because I I didn't see it through somebody else's eyes or or something like that. Like you're supposed to be able to be free and express yourself. And our media cycle right now, 24-7, and with the trolls and the clickbait, it's fucking destroying any sort of um, societal norm, norms that we have. Um, I think like, mm-hmm. I think our, I think society's really going to, going to this shit. So I think it was a combination between the fact that he was just, you know, he had been doing it for 20 plus years. Um, and the fact that you know, some the scene is not the same scene that it used to be. A lot of bands, you know, think that they're entitled or or don't or above being on Warp Tour. Also, some feel like they shouldn't go on Warp Tour because then they get pigeonholed uh, into a Warp being a Warp Tour band, or they get blacklisted in other tours because they were on Warp Tour. And I think it, I think yep. it was just difficult. You know, the, you know, the Cobra Starships, the Paramours, like they're not doing Warp Tour. You know, like. It just, I think it was just, I think that pop punk era was kind of, isn't, for, for a couple years leading up to now, I think it kind of went down a little bit, but now you see bands like Knuckle Puck killing it and State Champs killing it. I'm so excited for State Champs' new album, like, and like that. So I think, and I think it's be, it's a revival, it's, it's going to be a revival. Am I, obviously I'm fucking bummed that Warped Tour is going away, but am I surprised? Not really. I mean, you look at just the attendance yeah. the last couple of years, it's, it's gone down low, but I, I feel like, I, I don't know. And I don't think it's cost because it's, you know, fucking people are dropping, t- the same kids are dropping like $210 to go see fucking Taylor Swift for one night. So, I mean, yeah. and that, so for a full day festival with everything that you get, it's definitely worth the price. Um, am I surprised? Not really, because I think he was just fucking over it. I think he was just fucking frustrated about it. And it's a hard thing to put yeah. on, man. He had, you know, 50, 60 oh, bands. Yeah. And then, like, people don't even know. Like, kids... I don't know how they fucking do it every day. It's yeah, crazy. Yeah, and yeah. also people need to go back and look at the history of it and the bands that they broke and the battle of the bands. Like, you know, he'd be like, all right, you're Kevin Says stage. Even before that, you know, people would try to find him so they could play their CDs for him in his ear. And if he liked it, he'd be like, he did it to Envy on the Coast. Envy on the Coast played him his fucking songs in the parking lot. And he's like, can you guys come on? Because I'll give you a spot for the next five days. And they were just like, fuck yeah. And they went home and grabbed yeah. their shit and then jumped on the warp tour and just followed it around. Like that's what it was all about. Yeah. I just don't feel like that's a that that happens as much or on a large uh, on a big scale as it needs to happen. And I think that's ultimately what brought down the warp tour. I mean, will yeah. that ever happen on anything else? No, like no, it's definitely not. No. These no. tours I mean these tours are so, you know, booked so it's like to make like if some band would come on one of our tours and just be like Hey, here's this thing, and we really liked it. Like, it couldn't happen just then. No. Yeah. Like, it would just be in pot. It would be like maybe you know down the line. It's like uh, we, you know, there's this band Arkells that we got a CD uh, at a, a show, but then it was like two years later we brought them yeah. out. So it's yeah. like it, that can happen. But the way that you're saying with the Emmy on the Coast thing, I've heard that with 
tons yeah. of things. Like since I've been going, I was like, well, maybe if we go and you know, you'd always have your CDs with you and like yeah. ready to go, and maybe it could happen. Yeah. It was, it's, it's interesting, man. Like even like you know, I even with the gun show, like I used to hold gun show shirts outside venues here in New York and just sell them, and I would take like you know the back of posters that bands would sell and write like the gun show, myspace.com slash the gun show. But even that, man, I really don't even see that as much. The uh, the DIY or just like the like the interpersonal connection that that that, that yeah, happens. Well, it's weird. I don't know what's happening to it. Yeah, like yeah, in in like two thousand nine when when we when we did Warp Tour, you know, we would we would go out every day and, and walk the line and and tell tell people what what time we play and and try to you know to try to get people to buy our, our records and stuff, and and then when we didn't do you know warped her for a while and came back in 2014 and and 2016 there was nobody else out there promoting their band anymore like there the amount of bands that used to do it back in the day were so many and now like literally we were one of the only bands out in the lines doing it i i and but I, do you have an answer for it? Because I, I don't know what it is. I, is it, I don't know if it's entitled or people are just being lazy. Now. I mean, I know plenty of hardworking bands out there. I just don't know what it is, but something's changed. I, 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 I think people are confused on what to do. I think people are way more concerned about like the industry and like con- con- concerned about getting like a booking agent or a manager or like a record label to pay attention to them. We're like, before and like what what we're still con- concerned about was just like well all that all that stuff is fine but what really matters is the the people that are out at the at the, at the shows you know just like the, the people that in, enjoy them the, the music and i think i think people have for, forgotten that like that is is a way it's just to have fans yeah. it's just like you don't have to be yeah like you don't have to be concerned about like sucking up to the guy at the record label you can just get fans and then he's going to want you yeah. <laughs> yeah. because fans mean money to 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 these to these guys you know at 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 had a record label mm-hmm. you know so yeah i completely agree and it's um, <clears throat> it's just it's 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 frustrating because like you know i, I even tweeted about you guys the other day because <clears throat> somebody tweeted out like you know can bands stop doing paid meet and greets it's almost like a uh, a political uh economical class system that's going on right now that if you have money you're able mm-hmm. to pay you're able to drop the hundred dollars to get your meet and greet with the band when you know five years ago they would have just done it for nothing and i could kind of see that point like some people were suggesting you know maybe if they do a raffle or whatnot or like a lottery or whatnot mm-hmm. that you know you don't have to spend that money but that way you know they'll take random fans and they can meet them so that way it's more even yeah but you know bands want to make the money and i understand why they want to do it but then there's also bands like you, and I gave you guys a shout out that will fucking meet any fucking kid that wants to say hi to you guys, and are, are adamantly against you know the paid meet and greets. Obviously, you can do VIP packages and stuff like that, but like you know, just for a fucking meet and greet to get a photo with the main, you guys aren't fucking charging for that. Like, like in, no, oh, hell no, no. you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's it's just doesn't make any yeah. sense you know it doesn't yeah. make any sense to us well unless you just need more money right. yeah. yeah that's 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 it yeah. that's yeah. the yeah. only thing yeah. it's like i will make a hundred dollars from all of these people right yeah it's that yeah. simple yeah okay there's your motivation yeah, yeah. for us it's just like fuck it we don't we don't need that yeah <laughs> it's not, but it's also not part yeah, of but- our shit yeah. i try telling bands this all the time and I, I, especially up and coming bands listen the whole point is, and that's why you tour. I know touring's hard, but whatever. But the point is why you meet all the fans is if somebody takes a photo with you, now with social media, it's easier now than ever. They're going to go to high school. They're going to go to college. They're going to go to their work the next day. And they're going to talk about the show. And they're going to tell at least four or five of them their friends. They're going to post a photo. You know, They'll get the comments that are like, oh, he's so cute or whatever. Or like, oh, shit, I love this band. So that means the next time that they come through, because of that one photo – you're going to bring – that person will bring three, four, five more people with them to the show because their friends are going to learn the songs by then by then, or at least be like, oh, yeah, you heard me driving around listening to this song or heard it at lunch or whatnot. And all of a sudden you went from one van to now like four or five more coming to your show next time. Well, if you started with like say 25 kids, 30 kids at your show and say 15 of them posted a photo with you, fuck, man. that's that's an, And that took you, what, 20 minutes of your life? 
like that's how you fucking multiply the numbers down the line. It's just about going outside and fucking doing it. It's not about it's not being fucking lazy. Get out there. Each little thing matters, especially now with social media. I get so pissed when bands won't do this. I'm like, just fucking do it. Why would you not want to do it? Why would you pass these opportunities up? Fucking start slinging. Start doing it. It all. It, yeah. Ugh. And I mean, not not to mention, it's just like a nice thing to do. <laughs> yeah, because these people are paying for you to get to the next show you know i mean like by by them buying a ticket or a shirt that that's 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 the reason you're able to i mean we've talked about it a lot show but you know the problem is where you know we've 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 said it but like the ones the i feel like the bands that have the pain meet and greet and then they'll go outside later i feel like that's so fucked up oh yeah that's the that's worse yeah because you had these people pay a hundred dollars and like and then, like, you kind of just, like, walking around, you take a photo, and it's, like, you're given, like, it's so crazy, like, how much, how half-assed most people do that, yeah. Yeah. and you're getting fucking paid, <laughs> and then, and then they go out, maybe, I mean, maybe they'll go out later, and then, like, it's, like, oh, yeah, and then it's free, it's, like, for the person that paid a hundred bucks, you're, like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, especially yeah. when you're young, and, like, money's, money's hard to come by at all ages nowadays, unfortunately, yeah. but when you're young, yeah. like, you yeah. save up for this, you feel like, you feel like a fucking asshole, Got gypped, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, I, you did get yeah. gypped. You yeah. feel like you just, yeah. So and then, and then you, so you yeah. motherfuckers, if you're doing the paid meet and greet, don't go out after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Now every other person just freaked out on you guys because they're just like, now now their favorite band members aren't going to be coming outside anymore. So, no, yeah. I mean, we've 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 already had to accept that. Pray, uh, lots lots of bands don't don't like us because of how uh, how 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 vocal we are. Yeah. About, uh, about calling out on these yeah. groups, but it's funny, man. Like we, we we're at we're at Warp Tour in 2016, and there's there's bands coming around, fucking taking pictures of like our sign that says like you know why why would you pay money to meet a human being? And I'm I'm, I'm watching these guys take this picture. I'm like. I fucking I've been on tour with you while you're t- asking people to pay to take pictures. Like, what are you fucking yeah, doing? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. fucking. Yeah. Well, they think it's like, and then they laugh. Like, it's yeah. like funny. It's like, no, are like, you laughing because you feel like shit, yeah. or are you laughing because, like, what yeah. is it? What's 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 your your thing right now? You know, it's weird. Listen, you guys are a fucking solid band, and when it comes down to it, kind of almost full circle here with this uh, with the interview is the fact that not even interviews. This is a conversation. Um, it's the uh, and a well done one, I might say. By the way, Garrett and Pat, very well done. Mm. All right, there's a Thank clap. You, I'm clapping. <laughs> I already know how to clap into the Thank mic, but guns. that's what I'm doing right now. But um, <laughs> but uh, it comes down to just the fans. In the end, it's about the fans, and those are the ones that are going to yep. keep showing up to your show. And you guys have done a fucking great job. I mean, you wrote hit songs like Daisy, and uh, you know <laughs> from Daisy <laughs> from Daisy. We'll give it to you one time. It might be fifty years from now, my man, but you'll we'll play it for you one time. But uh, you know, I mean, fucking the main. You guys are still fucking going strong, man. And like, it's it's gonna be wild. We're so stoked to see you on this summer's Warp Tour. And uh, you know, you guys, you guys, dude, you guys just fucking toured Dashboard Confessional and All American Rejects. You're talking about fucking hits, dude. All American Rejects. That first album they dropped was is so so good. I mean, like it—it's yeah. so fucking good. And dashboard, you completely forget how many fucking songs he has. And here you guys still <laughs> oh, going strong, great. man. Fucking so good. Yeah, you know, so. it's insane. Good. Life's well, tight, dude, man. Thanks for thanks for t- taking the time to talk. I'm stoked. We'll be hell yeah hanging this summer, and it'll we'll be see, sick. we'll see. We'll be seeing. So here's soon. the other thing, though, guys. Uh, because I refuse to get off the phone right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so have I told you guys about my new shirts that I have, or no? Uh, no, no. Well, are, is, is it fucking? Is are you about to pull an ad, ad bitch? <laughs> is this, a, is this are you? Because no, I want to make sure. I- hey, have you heard about my shirts that <laughs> I have? They're for my meat and greet. They don't have. They- they're two hundred dollars, <laughs> and they're made out of fake gold, and you get a signed Polaroid photo. They don't contain starch. All right, this is that's step number one. No starch. All right, all right fucking let's let's fucking let's fucking hear your pitch, guns. Yeah, no, let's do this. this. Is, I think this is genius. This is totally up guns. Uh, guns is alley or whatever the hell that's saying. Um, <laughs> so. So, there's, a, <laughs> there's a band called Guns and Roses. You might have heard of them before. So yeah, yeah. We are coming to the summertime, so the shirts say yes. Guns, Guns, Guns and Rosé. <laughs> Boom for Rosé season. Every everybody drinks Rosé, and so the shirt says Guns and Rosé. 
It's but 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 it doesn't say like guns with with it with yeah with Z. absolutely it says guns with yeah. the Z and then on the back it says ball in and then at the gun show. <laughs> Damn, is it like does it kind of look like their logo? No, 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 that no, that would be the cease and desist that I'm trying to avoid right now. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> but well, guns, guns and rosé. That's pretty good. All right. I, I'm t- Okay. So, so, so what I'm saying is, <laughs> that's a good idea. I'll take an extra large and I'll wear it to bed. <laughs> How many of them should I bring when I see you guys? That's the main question. <laughs> you guys, will be, you guys want like twenty of them, maybe? You know, for different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably like. <laughs> 20 or 30 20, 20 or 30, 20 or 30 right in the front lounge you'll be good just what you want to see when you uh, come out shit. in the morning well, <laughs> what 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 guns is trying to get at is you can fucking probably go whatever his website is and buy a fucking guns and rosé shirt if you want. It's free, it's free shipping oh, we got shit. free shipping these days too i just oh, i use my work my oh. work thinks i'm sending out books and i'm just sending out t-shirts instead so i ship them for free don't tell them though so <laughs> oh dude you're gonna get fired for this, this interview they're gonna listen to this this whole thing they're gonna get through the whole thing <laughs> just for that hour part. and then like man. fuck <laughs> gotta go all these shirts the, the, uh, guns, guns, guns i Z, i i the I fucking love love the hustle. I fucking I love that after ten years you're still finding ways to sneak in, get people to buy a fucking t-shirt. That's incredible. I have, I have you oh know, my God. Of- uh, only only you would do that, and I hate you for it, and I love you for it. So, you guys have been uh, you guys have been friends throughout the years. Quick story. One yeah. time, actually, I tried to tell Garrett this a couple months ago. I've been texting Garrett. For the last oh, yeah. few years, Good at story. the wrong fucking number. Finally, the person. So finally, the person's like, "Who are you talking to?" I'm like, "Garrett." They're like, "There's no Garrett here." I'm like, "No, that's Garrett." And then like, so, but <laughs> but you you you've been you've been sending out like group chats to us, and then there's this random number. And like every time, I've been like, "Who is this guy he's adding in?" Like, yeah, Garrett did. Uh, didn't inform me that he switched his number. This so that this this well. person is must be so confused because like any time that you like you like you, usually you send a text like me John and then this random number and it's always when you're like really drunk and you're just like dude, Daisy. Black Butterflies is the sickest song dude I'm, you, <laughs> dude so true and imagine they're probably like what the mm. fuck is a black butterfly like what is what are they talking yeah. about so yeah, they they were desperately yeah. very uh. Definitely uh, confused. Speaking of that, isn't there another version of Black Butterflies? I think I heard that somewhere. And somebody, somebody uh, said it's better than There's the like an acoustic version that's up on Spotify. Oh, I haven't gone to that one yet. Now we're doing ads so, on yeah, our shit. Now no, we're doing that. Go fucking stream that. We're, we're going to get, we're gonna get, we're gonna get a half of a penny for uh, it. You know, every every uh, dollar matters for those meet and greets, all right? For those <laughs> Yep. Yeah, we got to make it up somewhere. All right, well, we, we, we I have to we go gotta get to band practice. <laughs> all right, yeah, so, all right this we interview's over. All right, practice. I'm getting the drift. You guys don't want to talk to me anymore. It was great talking to you guys. Thank you. Hey, dude. Goodbye. Awesome. Right. Hey, awesome, thanks, man. dude. Have a good, have a good rest of your day. Ball Ballin'. Now we know. <laughs> all right, dude. It's from some guy in Jersey. All right, bye. <laughs>